G'day guys, it's Hayden here, and you're listening to Spectrumite, the podcast for high-functioning adolescents and adults on the spectrum, and the families that support them. Spectrumite's mission is to take all you awesome autists out there, from snowflake to flexible Spanish seal, from basement-dwelling gremlins to base jumpers, and to unfuck your minds and teach you to be mindful. I know it's been quite some time since my last upload, gang. COVID, a death in the family, and a slew of personal issues have forced me to focus on some other things. But I'm back and glad to say better than ever. This podcast will be shorter than my previous issues as I aim to release these more frequently and in more user-friendly bite-sized pieces. You can also look forward to a series of interviews in the future with parents, experts, and my autistic fellows on a variety of topics, in addition to these more grounded sessions focused on a given subject. I really hope you enjoyed the new content. And before we begin, we have a website now, gang. You can reach us on spectrumite.com.au. That is spectrumite.com.au. And on our business Facebook page at spectrumite backslash HP. Or just Google us and look for the new diamond logo. Now, close your eyes for a moment and let me take you on a journey. You watch the neurotypicals around you, day in and day out, watching them engage in what seems to be utterly pointless conversation. You watch the friendships between them, seeing the dynamic between the friend group, but failing to see a purpose behind it. Why does a given action cause a given result? What does touching her hair in that way really mean? What is the point of all of this? And why don't I understand? You are watching these exchanges as an outside observer, both wanting to be part of it in some core of your being, but the fear grips you, and the fear holds you in place. Fear of each time you have socially failed, that you've been outed as strange, weird, or simply not getting it. You wish that someone would simply define what the hell it was. You want to step forward and smile and introduce yourself and put all of your rehearsed behaviours into place. You're pretty sure that your smile, after careful practice and alteration, is warm and friendly and not that of an outback serial killer that's just spotted a Swedish backpacker. You open your mouth to speak and the words tumble out of you too quickly, with the wrong tone, and you can see from the quizzical look on their faces that you, somehow, once again, have fucked up. Again. This is yet another reinforcement for the argument that you, in no uncertain terms, do not belong, cannot communicate, and maybe shouldn't even bother to try. It's another helping of fear to the social shithouse sandwich. Welcome to autism, fear, and courage. I'm the first to admit that I am not the bravest person. Yes, I can handle deadly reptiles. And yes, I can let massive spiders walk about on my shiny bald head. I can take a knife out of someone's hands that's threatening me. And I can defend myself in a competent way. But that's due to the fact that I'm trained and competent at handling those things. But in order to reach that point, I had to face my fear of envenomation, 
having spider out laid eggs in my ear canal, and having a knife protrude from my abdomen like an impromptu belly button piercing. Sounds cool, right? Well, let me tell you about some of the things that I am afraid of. Misjudging social situations, such as expressions, intentions and the like, engaging other businesses and marketing myself, going in for the kiss, breaking from established social routines, and taking a step into unknown territory. Ticking something racist or offensive in front of an audience when I'm public speaking, because Tourette's syndrome is a pain in the ass that way. I'm also afraid of failure, and I despise feeling incompetent, especially when learning new skills. Even though I'm aware that when we try something new, we're generally going to suck at it. We do have to go through the stage of being the stumbling toddler, <laughs> learning to walk before we learn to become a master at pretty much anything, unless we happen to be naturally talented. Now most of my fears probably don't seem that big of a deal for the neurotypical listener, and my fears are going to be different from yours. We're all different people with different values and experiences. But I'm betting for the neurodiverse listeners that some of these social fears resonate with them quite well. I know very well what it's like to have that feeling of molten lead in the pit of your stomach as you try and work up the courage to simply do something. I know the acidic pain in the middle of your chest as you try to appear nonchalant as you press into a social engagement that you fear you're going to screw up. I know the lightness in your body and that fuzzy satisfaction that you feel that comes when you nail what you've been trying to accomplish and the puzzlement and frustration that inevitably come after as you try and pick together exactly how what you did actually worked and just the hell how are you going to replicate that success again in the future? I know this because I've lived it. Now, let me tell you the remedy to fear. The Buddhists have a saying that which you resist will persist. I also have a saying your mind is pliable and fear is like acid dripped into its channels. The longer you leave it, the deeper it's going to burn you. Fears left unresolved literally create pathways in our brain and these pathways are reinforced with every thought and every action we take towards avoiding it, failing to acknowledge it and especially failing to face or resolve that fear. This is a concept I expand on in the way of the autistic warrior called feeling the shadow. By refusing to engage the fear, we ultimately reinforce it and make it stronger. Now, if you have an anxiety disorder or a phobia, I do recommend you engage with a psychologist or a counsellor. This podcast is not a replacement for professional help. Many of my spectrumites have a complicated relationship with fear. They've been bullied, abused and mistreated. They lack confidence and self-belief, and they could be deeply, deeply afraid. They can hide this fear through a variety of means. Some don't want to speak to a professional. Others don the arrogant Aspie arsehole mask. Others still make threats of violence or try to position themselves as hard asses. Some are so afraid of failure that they can mentally berate themselves for every potential mistake they could make, and they lose the will to try and simply drop out of life. Some believe they deserve their rejections and their perceived failings. They lean into their fear and they fail to strive. They don't see themselves as worthy of success, recognition or positive regard. And some fear success as much as they fear failure and they can remain trapped and stagnant, sometimes for years on end. I've been there. It's not a good place to be. If you leave fear unchecked, it can fuck your 
Life. I feel no fear. I am not afraid. I must not fear. There's a million quotes just like that, and all of them paint a very unrealistic ideal. The utter lack of fear. You always feel fear. The question is, what you do in spite of it. So let me propose a different quote to you. I will do my utmost to act rightly, despite my fears. The process of growing courage, and let's call courage what it is, the resilience in the face of fear, and the ability to act despite it, is very much like growing seedlings. A seedling grown hydroponically is one that has not been exposed to stress. It has had everything that it could possibly need provided to it in ample quantity. It has not known lack or hardship. When brought out into the wind, light, and gnawing insects of the outside world, these seedlings, much like people, fail quickly because they have had not had to struggle. They rooted shallowly. They wither. So they must be slowly exposed to stresses and built up over time. And eventually they will be able to handle the wind, the rain, and the gnawing caterpillars. A heavily traumatized spectrumite is like a gnarled and twisted tree growing out of the side of a cliff. It's adapted to its horrific conditions, as horrible and difficult as they may be, but if that tree were taken out and placed in an environment of warmth, gentle wind and, for lack of a better word, love, it could struggle to adapt to its new conditions. There are many kinks and twists in that trunk that must be resolved before it can orientate itself towards the sunlight. And people are much the same. Both adaptations are gradual. Both take time, and both have their own challenges. Fortunately, most spectrumites fit between these two extremes. They require a bit of resilience building, and a bit of softening. But courage, especially for spectrumites, is a gradual process of exposure, reflection, and growth. On my martial arts journey, I had an instructor that was ex-military, and I was in the process of learning counters to hold-ups and firearms. The problem was for me, whenever a certain model of pistol was pulled on me, I would immediately go into a full-blown meltdown. Now, this was due to a traumatic event that happened in my childhood, which I will not go into here. But my instructor, recognising the signs of a PTSD flashback and having experienced it firsthand, kept me back up to class. He put a hand on my shoulder and asked me what had occurred to me that made me so afraid of a model gun. So I told him. And he asked me a question I will not forget. Are you going to allow that fear and that memory to rule your life or are you going to rule it? It took a long time to get over it. I looked at the gun, held the gun, I had the gun pointed at me, and each time the hand shook, and I, I fought not to be cast back into that place of powerlessness in my memory. But eventually I was clearing the line of fire, breaking his grip, tearing the gun from his hands, carefully sliding back out of range and screaming, GET ON THE FUCKING GROUND! Now the first time I did that, I cried my eyes out, because I was holding the very object that had once held me in abject terror. I'd face that fear by careful degrees with appropriate guidance, and that particular fear no longer rules me. I have power over it. I struggle with fear to this day. 
I live with anxiety, but it's not my bedfellow. Depression calls me to lay a bed, but I don't listen. Most of the time. If you take nothing else from this podcast, no matter how fearful, unworthy, or incapable you think yourself, no matter the terror you feel, no matter how much your handshakes or your heart races, when you are in a state of fear, you have a choice. Remain as you are, or take a few deep breaths and do that which you fear. For the very act of doing that which you fear will slowly and surely grow the courage. It will grow your courage and the capacity inside you and make you a stronger, braver and more capable person. So grow your courage. Thanks for listening to this episode of Spectrumite. Don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcast app and that way you can find out when a new episode has been released. Also, feel free to visit our website spectrumite.com.au and if you want to get in touch with me via email you can reach me at spectrumite25 at gmail.com have a great one guys this is Hayden signing off